1: Talk about some key storylines for week five next on fantasy football today in five welcome to fft in five i'm chris towers i'm here with dan schneier and we're going to talk about three key storylines that we're going to be keeping an eye on on sunday for week five but first dan you got some beat the waiver wire targets for us i got some beat the waiver
0: wire targets i'm looking at i want to start with the mitchell brothers even though they're not brothers but they're both named mitchell I'm going to start with Elijah Mitchell, the backup running back for the San Francisco 49ers. Look, there's nothing to suggest anything's going to change any minute, but we are dealing with the number one backup behind a Christian McCaffrey-led backfield. And I know lately Christian McCaffrey has been very healthy, but he has a track record of some nagging soft tissue injuries. So you get a guy on the best offensive football probably outside of the quarterback position and the most talent, the best offensive line. So why not? I like the idea a lot. I also like getting Keaton Mitchell. He Mm -hmm. was a rookie who I was on my radar from the draft just because he was insanely fast and you could see it on the field. A lot of the reason Devin a chain has won is because he goes one cut, he gets vertical and he's gone with the dolphins. Now that may not happen with the Ravens. They don't have the same offensive system or genius running that offense, but they have a pretty good looking offense and it's getting better and better with Todd Munkin. They got injuries there. So Keaton Mitchell is someone I'm very interested in there. And I got a couple more running backs receivers. If you want to know if you want to just uh, go a little rapid fire through Jeff Wilson. On the Dolphins, Raheem Mostert starting to fumble the football a lot. They like a two-man approach. Wilson was somebody they liked a lot last year and trusted a lot last year. He might be back off the IR soon. You can get him now off the IR. And one guy I just love, and I know Jacob Gibbs has been touting him a lot, Rasheed Rice on the Chiefs, the rookie Mm -hmm. wide receiver. Look, if he gets that snap share up, he's going to be a fantasy asset on a weekly basis because he's getting his target target per route run
1: rate is, is one of the highest in the NFL. I think it's been like 35% this season and it's, it's it's a really high rate. Now, partially that's a function of he's only running routes about 50% of the time right now, but the ability to win to when you're looking for can someone who's showing flashes continue to build, that's a profile that you should look for. You should look for a guy who is showing the ability to win when he's on the field. And has a path to more playing time. And that's what we're hoping Rashi Rice has. Looks like we're having some some internet problems for Dan. What I want to talk about is three storylines to watch. And obviously, I think there are, there are two obvious ones with two significant names who look like they're going to be returning from injuries this week. And we want to know what they look like in their offenses. So we'll start off with Cooper Cup for the Los Angeles Rams. There's a report on Friday afternoon from Diane Rossini that it sounds like he is going to give it a go. Obviously, you know, we'll see if there's any kind of setback leading up to the game. Hopefully not. But sounds like he's going to play as of Friday afternoon. We're recording this. uh, You'll hear this on Saturday morning. And it's not just what does Cooper Cup look like? It's what kind of impact does he have on this offense as a whole? Because this has been, you know, Puka Nakua has been the number one option in this Rams offense. And he's doing a lot of the things that Cooper Cup does. But I think the comp that a lot of people have made for how he's playing is more Robert Woods, and I, I like that comp. We've seen Robert Woods and Cooper Cup both be very good fantasy options in this offense in 2009, uh, 2021, excuse me. Uh, Cooper Cup had a average 26.2 PPR points per game in the first nine games of the season. Robert Woods was at 15.6, so there's still plenty of room for both of those guys. And Dan, you're back. <laughs> I'm back, uh, yeah, so one of the things we want to watch is is Cooper Cup status. And what do you expect from him this week? And I guess the big question is, what if Cooper Cup comes out, looks like Cooper Cup, and Puka Nakua has a bad game? How are we going to react then? That is big reaction time. I think he was
0: a full participant or listed as one, which is mm-hmm. an incredibly good sign for Cooper Cup. I think that rapport is so established between him and Matthew Stafford that he will pick up right where he left off. Now, what mm-hmm. does it mean for Puka? I think it's going to be fine. I've seen Sean McVay have a system with two wide receivers funneling yep. targets to those two. That's a very concentrated offense. Like the dolphins was last year with Waddle and Hill. And I think it's going to be fine for both receivers. So I'm excited about both. And I, in some ways I think like the only issue is Puka has started to really do a lot of good work in the slot. That's uh-huh. going to be gone. He can line up on the outside and he has, but some of the best work he's done has been in the slot. That's my one concern But I think having Cup on the field ultimately should help Puka because it should shift coverage towards him.
1: All right, let's move on to the other similar situation with Jonathan Taylor coming back from his injury. Also sounds like he's going to play. I'm projecting it to be a slit backfield, and I won't be surprised if it is. I won't be disappointed. But given that he's been a full participant in practice all week, the only question is, is he in shape? And is he up to speed on the offense? So there is a chance that Taylor comes out, gets 65% of the snaps this week, and it's just all systems go right now. Do you think he can be a top five running back in this offense?
0: Mm, it's tough for me because I think, look, it's a new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. And not only is a new coaching staff, but Zach Moss has proven that he deserves to be on a football field for this team. He's done a lot for this team mm-hmm. to help him win football games up until now. I think he's done enough to for, for him to just be a part of this offense rest of season. So I don't know if people came into this expecting Taylor to be a workhorse. I wasn't sure, but I leaned toward that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's happening, but I still think he can probably find some fantasy effectiveness. F- top five is not going to happen for me because of Moss's inclusion, but maybe top 10, maybe top 12 in this offense. It's better than expected. Moving the ball a lot faster than we expected on a consistent basis in scoring position a lot fa- more than we expected. Will Richardson steal some of those touches in the red zone? Sure, yep. that was always a big concern for us going into the year. But if the offense is healthier overall, that's always a good thing for fantasy football. So I, I have him more in the top 12 range.
1: And then the last one is just you know the, the ice under Alexander Madison has seemingly gotten a bit thicker uh, with his last two games. He's rushed for over 90 yards in each of those past two games. But we did get reports last week that You know, the Vikings were open to a hot hand approach at running back. Cam Akers, I thought, looked pretty good. He only had, you know, a handful of carries. So Madison was still the clear lead back, but that's just, it's going to be a constant subplot unless Madison just keeps ripping off 90 plus yard games is how long can he hold on to this job? I still feel like he might be one more fumble away. So that's going to be something we keep an eye on. He's in the RB2 range for me this week. I also view him as a sell high candidate. So, yeah, that's that's one that we're definitely going to be watching. You have any thoughts on Alexander Madison versus versus Cam Akers? I think you nailed it. I just want to keep an eye on the fumbles with him. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and Five. We'll be back tomorrow to help you set your lineups on Sunday morning. We'll see you then.